Hello everyone, this is episode 10 of the 300k Haircut Podcast. Every week, we release a short installment where we talk about personal finance for teenagers and young adults. I'm Aditya Prasad, your first host. And I'm your second host, Depesh Singh. Well, 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 this week we're going to talk about one of the many thrilling parts to personal finance. Scams. Whether you're at home, in Chicago, or somewhere else in the world, scams are something you can see and experience everywhere. I can tell you I have fallen victim to an expensive scam myself. A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, on a cruise trip to Alaska, our cruise stopped at a city called Juneau. And one of the biggest attractions attractions there was the Mendenhall Glacier. Being the nature junkies that we are, my family of course wanted to visit. So when it came time to figuring out how we would visit, we searched around downtown to see if we could find anything of use. And we landed on this tourist stop, tourist stop that was giving gondola tickets to some hill for $500, which promised us the chance to get up close to the Mendenhall Glacier. What ended up happening was that we bought the tickets, but the results weren't so great. Upon reaching the top of the hill, we did see the glacier, but it was like 50 miles away. And if that was not enough, my dad wasn't very, wasn't very happy either. Another type of scam I'm sure many of you have heard of is phishing. My mom almost fell prey to one of these attacks when she got an email from what looked like a trusted co-worker about a gift for that co-worker's sick niece. Right before she bought the gift, my mom took another look at the email and realized that the sender's email started with an L, not an I, a difference that is quite easy to pass over. She didn't actually end up falling for the scam, but it was a very close thing. The moral of these stories is that scams are not fun. They're something everyone wants to avoid at all times. Yet in the US, around 1 in 10 people fall victim to scams and fraud every year. So to help you guys out, we're going to talk about some common scams to look out for in 2021. Ways you can protect yourself and what you can do to report scams to prevent them from continuing in the future. Let's start with four of the most common scams in 2021. Number one is, yes, you guessed it, coronavirus scams. During the coronavirus pandemic, scammers have taken advantage of the newly released COVID vaccines by scaring or tempting many through misinformation and fake offers. Several scams have offered vaccinations and miracle cures at obscene prices in an attempt to entice you into buying to skip the wait. They have reached out through basically everything you can think of, phone, email, postal mail, etc., and Americans have already lost a total of around $200 million. Number two is telephone scams. This is probably one of the oldest and most popular types of scams. Telephone scams may come through phone calls from real people, robocalls, or text messages. These scammers try to steal your money or, t- or personal information, oftentimes by making false promises, such as opportunities to buy products, invest your money, or receive free product trials. They may also offer you money through free grants and lotteries. Some scammers fall with threats of jail or lawsuits if you don't pay them. Considering how old this type of scam is, you would think people would never fall for them. However, that's simply not true. In 2020 alone, Americans lost $19.7 billion because of telephone scams. Very similar to telephone scams are email scams, like the one my mom was targeted with. I'm sure you already have a junk folder chock full of these emails but they can and do fraud billions of dollars annually. Number three, ticket scams. This is the scam I went through with my gondola adventure. Ticket selling scams are 
generally speaking, when a scammer uses tickets as bait to steal your money. Usually, the scammer sells fake tickets, or you pay for a ticket, but never receive it. But sometimes they can be when a scammer gives you the ticket, but you don't get the experience you paid for. Ticket scams are especially common when it comes to popular concerts, plays, and sporting events that sell out. Now, finally, scam number four, banking scams. Banking scams are pretty simple, so I won't get into much detail. These scammers usually contact you through email, where they make up some story requiring you to send your banking info. After that, they simply hack into your bank account and take what they want. I don't know the exact numbers, but banking fraud amounts to around $28 billion of losses a year. Okay, so we know some of the frequent scams in our world today, but how can we combat them? Well, the tips for combating any type of scam can be pretty universally applied. Here are some of the fundamentals. First, avoid any calls, emails, postal mail from senders that you don't already know, that seem shady, or that ask for personal info. For calls, you can do this quite easily, as most phones nowadays have software that can ID scam calls or people that you don't know. Similarly, your inbox probably has some kind of protection from scam emails. Second, don't send any of your money or personal information to anything but a trusted source. This includes simple things like your name, gender, location, etc. Be wary of anything that proclaims that you want some lottery, offers you stuff for free, or gives you some special treatment, like the ability to get the cure to COVID-19. Fourth, always try verifying that the person who you're talking to and what is being and whatever they're saying, especially if it's a threat. If it is a threat, make sure you don't give in to the pressure and that you handle the situation as calmly as possible. This is a big one. Many times, scammers make these big accusations, which frazzle victims and cause them to cave in and do whatever the scammer says. Additionally, if you give in too easily, you can quickly become known as an easy target to the current scammer as well as others. Sixth, buy and do stuff through official or authorized websites, stores, and people. Stick to sites that have a secured connection. This means that they have a valid certificate and your transmissions to them are private. Lastly, if you do decide to buy something from somewhere or someone and you have a doubt, always use a credit card. Because as mentioned in our credit card episode, credit cards give you certain protections that allow you to cancel transactions or detect fraud. I know some of these tips might be hard to follow, but something you have to learn to do and keep in your head so that you can avoid losing money and keep yourself safe. Now we can end with the easiest part of scams reporting them. All this takes is a quick Google search. Once you've, once you've identified a name or number or email that is linked to scams, all you have to do is find a place where you can report it, and then report it. A common place you can go to to report scams and fraud is the Federal Trade Commission. For that, you can go to reportfraud.ftc.gov and click Report Now. Once you do that, you'll be asked to answer a couple of questions and then you'll be done. And that's it. If you made it this far, we're glad you're still here. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope you learned something new. If you want more tips, resources, and the chance to win prizes like Amazon gift cards, make sure to follow our Instagram at 300khaircut. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.